0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. This is episode 28, View from the Edge. Thanks for tuning in, and before we get started, I'd like to announce that we've restarted our monthly No Witness Oasis pickup games. If you'd like to play some Cyberpunk Red with myself and some of the cast, you can find the sign-up link in our Discord, and the link to our Discord in the top right-hand corner of our website, oasiscyberpunk.com. We run one-shot games every month on a first-come, first-served basis, with Patreon members taking priority and open to anyone on our Discord. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, this is episode 28, The View From The Edge. In the dimly lit dining area of Oscar Christensen's heavily fortified penthouse, Mavis and Iso stand wearily in front of a cold metal blast door their bodies battered, bruised, and creaking from overexertion. The lifeless corpses of over half a dozen mainline gang members lie sprawled about, a grim reminder of the danger of their current situation. Mavis steadies herself against the polished metal of Oscar's safe room, her breath ragged, and adrenaline still coursing through her veins. The sharp smell of gunpowder and blood fills her nose as she takes a deep breath and then the sensory reminders kickstart something inside Mavis's memory.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Before you come out, there's a protocol we've got to follow. You know this. If you know you're, uh, I- I'm assuming you've had a plan put in place, what, with this panic room and all. You know the, uh, you know the protocol. I gotta give you, uh, uh an eval before we can get out of here, okay?
0: Uh, I understand. I- I'm coming out of the room now, though. Oh, okay, okay. All right, we'll make some room. And there's a pause, and then the sound of hydraulics. The dork comes back and you see a haggard, non-binary person, probably like mid thirties with like long raggy hair and kind of wide eyes, standing there holding a grenade in each hand. Oh God. And with the pin pulled, looks at Iso and then at Mavis and then goes, oh my God, it is you. Oh, um.
1: Yeah, chuck those over there, shit.
0: Uh, <laughs> Steady on with those. And like, <laughs> presses a couple of buttons on the little screen on the sides of the things and stows them and then puts them back in their pocket. Huh. Oh my God, I am so glad to see you. Iso, listen, huge fan of your reporting. Great. I've got a story. It's got to get out there.
2: Uh, Well, I mean, the camera's pointed at you right now, Wait,
1: wait, 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 I saw, I saw. And Miss Christensen, give me just a moment. Ah, so this is for the job? Right, yeah. We switch over to live, we'll lose that. Yeah, do the whole checkup. We'll just get you checked over, and then we can get in the med carrier and get live on the run.
0: Okay, fine, but we need to hurry. This is important. And there are clearly people out here looking to kill me. Let's go. As part of the protocol, you sit them down into a chair and, you know, do the the, the physical tests and the eye test and, you know, everything like that. And you begin asking questions like, do you know your name? Do you know where you are? Name something interesting that's happened in the last week. (laughs) I got fucking shot at. Anything going on in local (laughs) politics. And Oscar passes this test with flying colors. No mental or physical issues whatsoever. ISO, you record this entire thing. Read and Sidoy, during this thing happening, you see Mavis go ahead and like set up a chair near one of the walls where Mavis is having to test this person's like reflexes and stuff, so they have to sit down during part of it, and you're just kind of hovering outside. You notice that the wind is starting to pick up pretty fast and that you probably got only another three to four minutes before it's going to start becoming dangerous to embark or disembark people through this patio without a, an actual landing pad. You have about three or four minutes before the DV on this check is going to start steadily climbing and becoming really difficult.
3: Reed, like, glances over towards the two and goes, any chance you can hurry this up?
0: So, Reed, as you glance over towards Mavis and Iso, you notice a faint but steadily growing thermal signature through what is basically the front door of Oscar's penthouse. Sedoi, left door. I, I fire at the heat signature <laughs> and that's coming out the door. The heat signature is less than ten feet away from where they're currently doing the observation and where the door is. Up to this point, there were no enemies there, so this area has been completely unhit by bullets. Right. Which is why they're doing it here.
2: Yeah, Sedoi is high as shit, and like... Oh,
0: Sedoi is high as shit.
2: I, as a player, know that I don't have any stats in heavy weapons, and probably shouldn't be firing this, but Sedoi doesn't give you shit, because Sedoi is high as fuck, and Sedoi is gonna shoot at the door. (laughs) (laughs) Move! And then, like, you hear the guns spin up and you have like a second. Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: Duck. All right, you have a reaction time to do that. You don't know which direction she's referring to yeah. because you have not been told about the thermal signature. <laughs> which direction would you like to move, left or right?
2: I would like to move towards the panic room. That's a good idea. That makes sense to me.
0: All right, Sidoy, so I, can I get you to roll a heavy weapons check?
2: Did you guys know I only have a plus six to this? Oh, God. <laughs>
0: That's a nine. That's a nine. Oh, no. So, Sedoi, so you yell at them to move, and then wait as long as you feel like it's appropriate to move, which in this, in your current state, is about three and a half seconds. Oh, yeah. God. You one, two, three. And just begin opening fire on this thing. I am going to need dodges from Mavis and Iso and this third person.
2: I swear, (laughs) if it turns out to be Meta...
0: (laughs) Oh god! Oh no! Both of you
1: rolled crit (laughs) fails. I I rolled a 13. I rolled a crit fail followed by a crit (laughs) fail. I swear,
2: if it is Meta, I will fucking kill that rat from
1: the afterlife.
3: Oh no. Okay. Uh... (laughs)
0: Oh god.
1: I prepare myself for dildo sized holes in me. Oh, God.
0: We're going to say that this is three rounds of heavy machine gun which uh, each person will roll their own damage for it that failed and all of you failed this. So that's going to be 4d6.
1: Well shit. Heavy machine gun. Well, that's 14 damage for Mavis! Oh no! <laughs> What's your armor, Mavis? My armor is 11. I have a bulletproof shield with 10 as well.
0: Uh, I don't think you're using it. So you take three points of damage and your armor and blades. Iso, can I get you to roll 46 damage? What's in it for me? <laughs> Maybe a new character, to be quite honest. Oh, those are some numbers! <laughs> You take 15 points of damage directly your hit points. Holy no, shit. No, I'm so
2: I'm so fine because I recently had surgery. That's how that works. Additionally,
0: because you took a significant amount of damage, mm-hmm. we're gonna roll a yeah. critical injury on the body.
2: Yeah. Wait, this is gonna teach me uh, to get rid of my synthco connection right quick. <laughs> oh geez, spinal injury. You have a spinal injury now. Oh my
1: goodness. Oh, no.
0: What if these bullets blows through your spine and you feel your legs go numb. Awesome. I immediately- Oh no, we're not done yet. Oh fuck. Iso, the second round of bullets hits your spine and you collapse down onto Oscar- Oh Jesus. Oh, it nice. takes 13 points of damage, but with no armor. What the fuck is going on? I can feel
2: my legs. Is this gonna affect our pay?
3: This is absolutely going to affect our fucking pay.
2: <laughs> My
3: pants. Oh, straight
2: your bed.
1: <laughs> fucking cocaine.
2: Did I at least get the heat signature behind the door? No, you didn't. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Meta lives another
3: day.
1: <laughs> Reed, I'm gonna need some help out here getting these out. They're both hit.
3: Sadoi, so get the fuck out. Oh.
1: Help them. Uh, uh, right now. I look between Oscar and Iso and just go, I'm sorry, Iso, it's the job. And I grab Oscar and drag them to the med carrier.
3: Reed is going to assume direct control of that fucking heavy gun.
0: All right, so Reed assumes direct control of the guns. Sadoi, you've disconnected yourself and gone out onto the patio, correct?
2: Yes, would I see maybe this is sniper rifle on the way out?
0: Give me a perception roll. That's a 13. Yeah, you do. That's an everyday. You can grab it as you head out. It's propped up there.
2: I hop off, but I need to keep the range to uh, the door.
0: All right, you hop off, get on the patio, and point your gun directly at where you remember the heat signature being. Mavis, you go over and begin picking up Oscar. And Oscar's, oh, thank you. If something happens to me, get, get this in the right hands and they reach into their pocket and grab out a mem chip and just shove it in your breast pocket.
1: I got you, buddy, I got you, let's go. And you begin
0: dragging Oscar across the floor of broken glass and bullet holes and towards the remainder of the door frame that leads out to the patio. Iso, you're laying on the ground and you notice your legs aren't working, Mavis is leaving. You see the copter. Yeah. What do you want to do? Mavis,
1: where are you going? You keep that camera on me, Iso. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I would like to. I can't move. We got someone coming for you, Iso. Don't worry.
2: Yeah, Iso, I guess, starts dragging himself across the floor towards the
0: chopper. Okay, you begin dragging yourself across the floor towards the chopper. You're making about half the speed of Mavis. And it is at this point Mm -hmm. that the heat signatures become a lot more apparent and they reveal themselves. One of the remaining main lions kicks the door open and rushes in, gun drawn with a second person following behind him for backup. And before you have time to blink, unless you want to make a a reflex check of some sort. Yes, please.
2: Yes, I know I'm on
0: coke and I'm staring at this door down the side of a sniper rifle.
3: I'm also wanting to do reflex if I can.
0: So let's have a shoulder arms check and a heavy weapons check at a minus four if you want to like actually reflexively respond. Reflexively respond, one, let's go. And you can choose to fire at the first person through the room or the second person through the room. For you, Sadoi, for you, Reed, you're firing at both of them because you have a big old fuck off gun. Uh,
2: Yeah. What distance (laughs) is this roughly?
0: The distance is going to be more than 50 meters. So it's actually pretty good for a sniper rifle. It's a 15 on a sniper rifle. I am actually going to wait. I can't take that minus four. All right, so Reed, you are 50 meters away over 50 meters away, and you're using a very, very heavy gun. So your DV that you're looking at is gonna be around 15 to 17.
1: You can do that.
3: I'm rolling. Shit! That was a two. Uh Uh-oh. And I've got a six. Six total. I'm sorry, I. So-
0: you open fire on this area. Not apparently learning from what Sedoi just learned. <laughs> Mavis, can I get a dodge from you? We should never operate
2: heavy weapons again. Yeah, we think. should. We're not allowed to Oh no! Oh my god! That's a quick fail. That's a 10. Oh my no, god! Oh my goodness! Oh no. What a twist! This episode will end with two fewer characters
0: in it. Oh god! Okay. Reed, you open fire. Mavis, you see the guns spin up, and in your head, you think, oh, fuck, not again. Oh, <laughs> fuck. So to summarize what happens, the two people burst into the room, and you see guns on the copter begin to rotate. So you grab Oscar, who you're supposed to be protecting, and as the guns erupt into a blaze of heavy gunfire, you shove them into the remainder of their kitchen island. Reed, you open fire with the big guns, and in the resulting chaos, Mavis is hit for 4d6 points of damage. <laughs>
1: oh, jeez. That'll be 12. My
0: armor is 10, so… That could have been worse. And you collapse to the ground again, ah! just sort of like heavily breathing and panting, and you look up at the vehicle and kind of glare Reed. at Reed. For fuck's sake, Reed! <laughs> I'm so sorry. The first one, who comes into the room, has a pretty decent sized assault rifle, points it at Mavis, and opens fire twice.
2: Ah. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Oh no, you also rolled a 9. <laughs> yeah. That is 5d6 damage.
1: Oh my god. That would be 15, ablated by 9, which is 6 damage total, uh, and another
0: armor ablation. Second one's a 14, which I believe still hits. Yep, from 26 meters, that is a 13. That barely hits for 19 points of damage. Oh,
2: God. I'm gonna miss you, Mavis. I'm so sorry.
0: Two of those were
1: sixes, and it doesn't matter if it's ablated, that's a Mm. critical injury as well. Oof. So 19 short eight, so 11 damage puts me on 17 health with seven armor. I am now in seriously wounded states.
0: And a broken arm. Oh, and a broken arm, lovely. Could be a spine. Your operating arm, specifically. So that's what happens. The first ganger rushes into the room, scans Uh. the surroundings, sees Mavis, and opens fire. The second ganger comes in, takes a knee, and then points the rocket launcher they're currently holding. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Directly at Oscar. Oh my god. No. Oscar looks at Mavis, and right before this happens, Oscar taps their chest. Fuck. There's a. <laughs> and the rocket goes out, hits Oscar, and just obliterates them. There is now a bloody pile of meat where Oscar was once previously. Fuck. That was all in one round. It's at this point that the entire party kind of realizes. Yeah, it's time to go. I was already (laughs)
1: trying to go. Uh, Yeah,
0: I'm trying. Oh God, this is a shit show. So ISO is currently crawling. Mavis is with a broken arm standing within, like if you miss by too much, you're going to hit Mavis instead distance of the heavy machine gun and the sniper rifle. You can still hit just if you miss by a certain amount, Mavis might get hit.
2: I'm going to be the shooting guy uh, because I don't think that Reed is going to fire
0: the machine gun again. Which one do you want to shoot, the one with the rocket launcher or the one with the assault rifle?
2: The one with the big exploding gun that could maybe actually do some damage to our helicopter. Sounds good. This is the first time I rolled shoulder arms. That
0: could have gone worse. I rolled a 15. That works. <sighs> The damage on a sniper rifle is 5d6.
2: 5d6. All right, let's find out how much damage we did. Not a huge amount. 13 damage.
0: You hit the person with a rocket launcher and they fall backwards on their ass and it interrupts their reloading process. But other than that, it doesn't seem like it damaged them that much.
2: And I yell, go, go, go. We have to get the
0: fuck out of here. I'm trying. <laughs> you fucking think? <laughs> <laughs> Mavis, you know that you can get to the chopper in this round and get on the chopper if you wanted to. You can run up and get onto it in this round, or you could get ISO, and it's gonna take this round plus the next round. Yeah. Do you wanna go back for ISO?
1: Neither of these two got off to help ISO, right?
0: No. Uh, That's correct. Sedoi is off, but is currently having a sniper rifle trained on the closest person.
2: And remember, is the only one here who knows how to handle memory chips.
0: Yep. <laughs> the decision is, Mavis, do you want to risk your character's life to go back and try and save Iso, or do you want to get the fuck out of here?
1: Keeping in mind that you have a broken arm. I've dropped my pistol, by the way. That was what was in that hand when my arm got broken. Mavis takes one wobbly step towards the window and then looks back at Iso on the floor, dragging himself towards the window. Uh, look over and just go, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Hypocrates, you dick. <laughs> and I uh, run back and grab Iso with one arm. Yes! I duck down and try and hold his arm around my shoulder so I can
0: drag him without, like, my arms. Reed, you've seen all of this go down. Your target just exploded. Your party is limping and bleeding back and <laughs> the and you don't have a clear shot on the person with the rocket launcher. That's the thing that worries you the most. The thing that worries you the second most is that this wind is beginning to pick up. Starting in the next round, you're gonna have to start making vehicle checks yeah. to keep the thing in a spot where everyone can get onto it. Otherwise, they may have to do an athletic check and they will fall 60 stories if they fail.
3: Okay, Reed doesn't have a clear shot, so he's not gonna fire. How long is the neural link, do you think?
0: Uh, like distance? How much do you have stored in your body?
3: Cause he's got like interface plugs. It's like two meters.
0: I'd say, okay, I'd say about four feet. You can grab it and yank it out of your arm like this, make a big old weaving movement and then plug it into something. Like you're in Mega Man Battle Network.
3: <laughs> yeah, Um. he's gonna plug himself in, move away from the seat, and then with one hand just start fucking popping shots at the guys. He's not gonna actually do any damage because it's way too far away, but
0: still. It is, it's a DV of 30. He has a chance to hit it. Roll your shots then. Oh! oh That's yes! good. 29. Oh, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Please Uh, You know what? A 29 is just close uh, enough. (laughs) Just close enough. Alright, let's say you yank your Neuralink as far as you can, grab onto the side of the thing, and lean outwards with your gun pointed out.
3: Yeah. You're basically
0: like leaning on the side like Captain America trying to bring a helicopter in. (laughs) You take a shot and you manage to hit the one with the sniper rifle. Seven points of damage. You hit him, but it doesn't seem to do really anything. Yeah, second one's a miss. Second one's a miss. They do notice you, though, and now it's their turn. The one with the assault rifle turns towards Reed. Come on, you bastard. (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh, I love it. And through the shattered window, the ganger opens fire at 51 yards. That is going to be a DV of 15 to hit y'all. Ooh, 14 with the first one. Fourteen with the second one
2: oh,
0: nice. Woo! He fires two shots one of them goes right above your head and the other one You feel just like tear your clothing a little bit as it goes right past you So maybe you're grabbing Iso and at this point you've got one broken arm and Iso's got broken legs You have grabbed onto one of his wrists and are dragging <laughs> him like a sack of potatoes <laughs> <laughs> Towards this uh, vehicle Yes. With Sedoy providing cover, Sedoy, would you like to provide cover or try and take a shot yeah, at one absolutely. of them? Absolutely. You have a clear shot now.
2: I'm going to shoot at the non uh, rocket launcher guy. Okay. Get the fucker, Sedoy. Oh, that's
0: another 15. That hits. Woo. Good job. Roll for some damage. Ooh. 21. Woo. That is nice. And it's an injury all right let's go ahead and roll that see what sort of injury this person just received you grab your sniper rifle aim it directly at this person take a shot get him straight in the chest where normally it'd hit his armor this one just hits his belt buckle and the belt buckle goes mm-hmm. inwards His eyes go wide as he grasps his chest and starts gasping for air. He drops his sniper rifle, trying to get his lungs to begin breathing because his ribs have now just gotten broken. He reaches out a hand and grabs onto the the person right next to him who has just got himself up and is in the process of loading up another rocket onto his rocket launcher. Mm, That's bad. You've just shot, so I assume you're now getting back into the vehicle?
2: Yeah, so I'm going to climb into the helicopter. You
0: climb into the helicopter, store the sniper rifle, and then help Mavis and Iso get all the way into the helicopter. Ooh. Reed, as they're doing that, I would like you to roll a air vehicle check with a DC of 14. No. no. Oh, no. Oh,
1: no. oh no. no. That's a 13. That's a 13. That's a correct fail.
0: Oh, oh. oh no. It's really the only way this could well, have failed. <laughs> Everyone dies. In the process of doing this, the air vehicle is hit by a gust of a sandy wind, shudders a little bit, and slams into the apartment building, causing a critical injury to Mavis.
1: Oh, thank
2: fuck.
0: Fuck you, sorry, sorry, I have a spinal
1: injury, pity me. Hey, I'm carrying you right now, if they break my other arm, you're going down the building.
0: Mavis, you suffer a critical injury. Ow, what do I suffer? Oh hey, collapsed lung. Oh no! (laughs) Collapsed lung! (laughs) So, Mavis, as a good medic, uh, you grab ISO and move ISO up because ISO can't use his legs. And you push yourself up, and as you do, there's a gust of wind. And the vehicle pulls away. Fuck. Your legs are now left dangling. One of the arms is (laughs) broken. You're left dangling. ISO can't help you up. Sedoy is not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Reed attempts to correct this, goes back towards the building, and <gasps> presses him up against oh, the building. Fuck. You hear your ribs crack as your lung begins to collapse. Um. Sedoy! Sedoy! And this gets Sedoy's attention.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, you need help? Yes, I need help. You fucking hazard. Oh, so much blood. Okay. How
0: personally? I uh,
2: yeah. I pull uh, uh, Mavis
0: with an athletics check. Yeah, if you cool. crit fail this, Mavis is dead. Oh no! Just so you're aware. Oh, of course. Hey, have you got any luck left? No. No one has luck left.
1: No, I don't. God fucking damn it!
0: <laughs> yeah, no. there we go. Okay.
1: Oh, oh, oh! I nearly panicked. It was a seven, not a one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right, you manage to pull Mavis up, and Mavis, you're sitting there gasping for air inside this aerial vehicle.
2: What a clusterfuck.
0: Reed, you get confirmation from Sedoy that everyone is here, and you begin to take off. It is at this point, after one full turn has passed of reloading, that the rocket launcher person is all ready. He runs forward a little bit, slides on his knees, and grabs the rocket launcher, points it directly at your vehicle, and attempts to fire. Reed, I would like you to roll a pilot air vehicle check with a DV of 17 in order to dodge this. Okay. Please. 23! <gasps> <23. Yeah, laughs> oh, okay. oh, the
1: fuck.
0: vehicle pulls away from the building and dips down as the rocket goes directly over it. You can see and almost smell the sulfur of the fumes of it as it goes directly over. Reed ducks down and begins taking off. As being the only person who's not wounded and not flying the ship, you look over and get a view <laughs> of this place that you're leaving. And you see the person with the rocket launcher grab out a personal communicator and begin taking pictures of the vehicle that you're flying away in.
2: Can I attempt to snipe them from the helicopter?
0: You can, but you are far away now. You are uh, over 200 meters away. It dipped down and then went away. Wait, so that's a 17 with your sniper rifle to hit him. Nine. 19. 19. It does hit. Roll for some damage. Woo! Yeah, 23 damage. Wow. So you hit the person in the chest, they fall backwards and you see the personal communicator go out of their hands and fall down off the side of the building. Nice. Whatever pictures they manage to take of your vehicle are gone now. Tight. And Reed pilots the vehicle away through the clouds and plumes of smoke, the flames and the sirens going off to head back to their apartment and contemplate their next move. This has been Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, episode 28, The View from the Edge. If you haven't done so yet, please fill out that survey I mentioned in the last episode. You should see it in your inbox if you're a Patreon subscriber, or in our Discord channel if you are not. We'll be talking more about the results of that survey and our plans in 2023 soon, so stay tuned for those. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, artificial intelligence language models like ChatGPT and generative quote unquote art AI models like stable diffusion are improving at an alarming pace and they aren't going away anytime soon. These generative AI models have thrown the creative industry into absolute chaos as people are seeing their hard-worked careers threatened or erased by these technological advancements. You yourself may even be worried that AI could eventually replace your job and that's a legitimate concern. With the way things are going, we could see AI replace a large majority of labor in the coming years. But before we start unplugging servers and torching data centers, let's keep in mind that these models are trained on our words, our posts, comments, complaints, doodles, and fabulous art pieces, all of the ways that we've interacted with the internet since its inception has been harvested, packaged, and productized without our knowledge or informed consent. These companies are building their so-called AI platforms on staggering piles of hidden labor poured into producing internet content throughout all these years. So I think it's more than fair for us to demand some sort of royalties for our efforts and if these corpos continue down a path that keeps more and more of us from competing in their capitalistic system, Well, maybe it's time we start looking at more socialist systems of managing humanity's collective resources. Like some sort of tax on AI data centers would be a great start. Plus we could provide plenty of funding for environmental and universal income projects for those affected. We stand at the edge of a goddamn technical revolution and if we fuck this up, The divider between the rich and the powerful and the rest of humanity will solidify into a wall that we will never be able to breach. The choice is ours and the time to do something about it is literally right now. We can either seize this opportunity and create a better world for everyone or watch as our inaction and indifference leads us down a dark and uncertain path towards total corporate domination. This is Artemis Ronan signing off.